2: the naturalista experience
0: Well, hello, 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 loves. It's me, Katie Naturalista. Today's date is Saturday, April 28th, 2018. And can we all please take a moment of silence for Kanye West? Okay, that's enough. Well, welcome, and thank you for tuning in. Today we have another exciting show scheduled. We will be going into a part four segment of No One Knows a Poet. We have an exciting surprise in store for you today, so stay tuned to find out what it is. Before we jump into today's topic, I'd like to drop you this track by Rari, titled God's Whisper on the Naturalista Experience. me. All right, and welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. Just a reminder of how you guys can find and follow me. Catch me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'm at Katie Naturalista. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel to get your weekly and daily poetry fill. Follow and listen to the Naturalista Experience on Blog Talk Radio. And to all you listeners, look below the description line. You'll see some links there. They will take you to the many different platforms to listen to the Naturalista Experience, as well as show you how you guys could purchase my two books that I have out I have Real Love, Real Life, which is my newly released Poetic Journey, and then my debut book, Lust, Redeem, Love and Pain, Life Reclaim. Both of those are available on Amazon. Also, you guys, stop by naturalistapublishing.com and support the movement by getting a Naturalista t-shirt. That's right. Your girl, Katie Naturalista, has t-shirts. You can even contribute to the Naturalista experience via Patreon. Just check out my website on patreon.com forward slash Katie underscore Naturalista. So today's topic, No One Knows a Poet Segment 4. Just so you all know, No One Knows a Poet will be a monthly series. Uh, We'll be hosting it every single month on the Naturalista Experience. If you want to find out how you can be featured on the Naturalista Experience, just check out, again, that patreon.com forward slash katie underscore naturalista. Repeat it one more time, patreon.com forward slash katie underscore naturalista. We would love to have you on on the show, give you that exposure that you're looking for. And, you know, our goal is to keep the art of spoken word and creativity alive. So join us in the cause, loves. And of course, as I stated before the break, we have a special surprise awaiting you. So without further ado, still gonna make you wait. <laughs> But we're going to take another quick break here. That way we can keep things rolling, keep that intensity going. So you're going to hear this tune by JMSN called Hypnotize. And then right behind that, you'll hear Nevermind by Beattie Bell on The Naturalist Experience.
2: Feel it You know better than I What you would forego for me
0: Right, loves, welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. As you know, we have a special guest on the show today. He is a wonderful poet, artist just talented all the way around. He is going to share with us some things about his life and what inspired him to become the amazing multi-talented artist he is today. Get ready to be amazed, loves, by Canal Lewis. <laughs> Hello, Canal. You still there, love?
1: Yes, I am. I am.
0: Well, welcome to the show, Canal. He's from Omaha, Nebraska. You all, so just want to get, let you guys know, we're giving a shout out to Omaha. Yay! <laughs> awesome. And how are you doing this evening, Canal?
1: I'm doing well, Katie. How are you?
0: I'm doing wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on this evening. So, of course, yeah. we want to let the audience know more about you. So who is Kanal Lewis, and, and what do you do, Kanael?
1: Um, Okay, well, I am a visual artist. Um, I, I practice a lot of uh, varieties of art, so I do visual art primarily. Um, I do contemporary style artwork. Um, and pretty much I do a lot of drawing, digital artworks, and illustration. And currently right now, like, I'm I'm in the middle of working on a lot of art series. So I do art based on subject matters like beauty, um, black culture, fashion, and just pretty much art to inspire people. And uh, I also run a blog, which I, I try to keep updated as, as often as possible. Um, but, yeah, this is this pretty much it. Uh, I mean, I, I do art pretty much every day. Like, I I don't think I, I, I spend a day or I go a day that I don't create any art.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So, as we all yeah. know, you have, like, a long resume here in art, blogging, and everything else. What's your background?
1: My background, well, I'm from Haiti. I was born in Haiti. I was born in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Um, my mm-hmm. family came to the United States back in, like, 98, 97, 98. Um, so I've been here for a while. Um, but I'm, I'm a Haitian slash African slash French descent. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's my ethnic background. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, was, I, I don't know how to describe it. Creole, French,
0: Haitian.
1: <laughs> 100% all the way, yeah.
0: Got you. That's awesome. And then what would you say your background is with your art? Like, is this something that you did, um, you know, just as a hobby? Did we go to school for wow. this? What did, how do we get into that? Um. Well, art, oh my goodness, how did I get into art? I've been drawing since I was
1: four years old. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to say it's, it was natural, but like that was like the first thing that I I felt drawn to and that I realized that I wanted to do. And I realized I wanted to do art. I'll say when I was like six years old for the rest of my life. But, of course, life throws things at you and you kind of like do all these other things and you kind of find your way back to really that thing that you were meant to do. And um, But as far as like the background of my family and everything, um, my, my parents, my mom used to like sew. So back in like mm-hmm. Haiti, my mom used to actually make clothes for me when I was uh, younger. So she'd like make my school uniforms, um, my suits, pretty much my whole wardrobe. And I would watch her like do her um, mode or or her uh, like blueprint like drawing, fashion drawing, fashion illustrations. Um, I mm-hmm. so I would watch her do that. I had siblings that also drew, and you know they would like try to show me how to do certain things, but there is no uh, education as, as far as for visual art that really uh, got me to the point where I am. I, a lot of it is self-thought or self-learned, <laughs> for better words. Uh, I You know, I uh, for the past, I would say, 10 years or so, um, I've been uh, longer than 10 years, maybe 14 years, seriously, I've been um, pushing myself to, develop as an artist. One of the goals that I have, and well, I had been when I was like a teenager or um, a young man, and even till now, is that every year I challenge myself to, um, to learn something new in art, um, whether it's a skill or, you know, um, or, or uh, a mindset like um, a way to promote my art, things like that. Every year I challenge myself to grow. And I, every year I grow. <laughs> that's so, awesome. So yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a lot of self development and, and self motivation and self. I I I guess I repeated it already. Self development. Um, I believe in self development and investing in yourself in yourself. So I do that a lot, and I invest in and, and building my my, what... my skills. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's definitely what it takes. It takes, you know, a sense of self discipline to continue building on your craft and to keep going. And yeah. that's a beautiful thing that you have that motivation to keep going.
1: Yeah. Oh well, I have uh, the motivation is I have a goal. I, you know, I want to get somewhere. I want to build a name. I want to, I want to build a legacy. I want, you know, I I, be, I believe that in 2018 or in the 2000s we have so many resources. There's no Reason not you know for any of us not to succeed if we work hard at it, um, mm-hmm. you know I was actually having a discussion with my brother like yesterday about Pablo Picasso and how I was watching this documentary that said he created over forty thousand pieces of art during his lifetime, and yeah. i just I just thought that was insane, and in my mind in my mind, I was inspired by this because I was like, well, if Pablo Picasso could create like over 40,000 artists while he was alive, and he was not alive during the time of the internet. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. what would he have done, you know, like I mean, you know, late 1800s, you know, eighteen hundred, eighteen eighty, eighties, 1880s, um, you know, uh, early 1900s, what would he have done with Instagram? What would he have done with all, like, Twitter, Facebook? And the man was a famed artist while he was alive. So, you know, I don't I don't believe in the idea that artists have to, you know, um I, I'll say suffer or not make it. <laughs> I believe if you work hard enough, you build your brand, you work hard, you will get somewhere.
0: That is very, very true. So would you say that why you do what you do is just for the legacy or is there something more to that?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, there's something more to that.
0: Um there, it's it's a lot of things actually. It's uh, primarily
1: it's the thing I'm the most passionate about. I, I'm very passionate about art um, since I could hold a pen again. Like I, I started drawing or sketching or doodling whatever since I was four years old. And you know, mm-hmm. I, I I went into music. I did music for a while. I did photography for a while. I did graphic design for a while. But it was I was doing way too much. And I had a friend by the name of Thomas who asked me a question once, and he said, what is the one thing you're willing to, to do every day for the rest of your life if you wake up every day? What is that one thing? And I was like, art. And literally, that was about maybe three, two, two, three years ago. So I've been in a serious madman hunt and vision and, and a tunnel vision um, to build my name and my art. Um, but you know it's it's much more than just the legacy it's for my family it's for my parents it's uh it's uh it's to accomplish a dream you know to to open a major art studio it's it's so many other things along with the legacy
0: and which will contribute to the legacy part of it. Yeah, that's awesome, Kunal. And so again, that that would lead me to you know, what is your what is your most important thing about being an artist? Like, what's important to you as an artist?
1: I think inspiring people, um, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of like uh, okay, of course you want to inspire people. No, but seriously, so I've um, to inspire other artists, um, but at the same time, I have to accomplish these things. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm a believer that it, people will be inspired. What you accomplish inspires people. So you having your radio show, you know, you, you inspires someone. You know, yeah. they, you may not know who exactly, but you're inspiring someone right now. You're inspiring me to to continue to go on because this is actually my first podcast. <laughs> I've, never, I've never, I've never, you know, had anyone even asked, you know, and so to inspire artists, to inspire people that purchase my artwork, um, mm-hmm. you know, because I often run into people that say, Oh, I could never draw like this, or I could never do that, and I have to kind of um, hold myself back because I'm like, Yes, you can, you know, I didn't come out of the room, you know, drawing. The way I do. It took me years, you know, it took me 24 years of drawing every year, (laughs) you know, to get to the point where I'm at. You know, yeah. uh,
0: And I mean, and that's, I think, why so many people do what they do. Like, of course, I know that as a writer, you know, I write because I want to be able to inspire others to let their true feelings out, or I want them to hear certain messages or another perspective that they may not have ever been exposed to in life. And so, Mm -hmm. I mean, even with, you know, the example that you were saying about being an artist and people saying, you know, well, I can't draw, man, I can't do this. I mean, everybody has their own way (laughs) of doing it. It's just, you know, kind of finding that niche and getting there and seeing how you can work with it. So that's the awesome thing, I think, about being a creative person, you know, and actually being able to, you know, share your gift with the world. And even, too, I know that with us both, you know, being artists in a sense, you know, we always change over time. And I know, you know, in the beginning you were talking about how you actually – you know, self-discipline yourself. You actually train, you give yourself a challenge year after year after year to make sure that you make it, you know, to that next level. But, you know, going through those levels, how do you feel like you have changed over time? Do you feel like you've seen that improvement? I know you've seen an improvement from four to 24, (laughs) but, but I mean, you know, like what, what would you say that your change has been, has been since you've dedicated it, you know, these past three years, you know, gone tunnel vision into your artistic world?
1: I think the biggest um, the biggest change has been branding or developing, a, um, some, I'll say, a business mindset. You know, mm-hmm. um, as, as an artist before that, I really didn't have, I was going too many directions. I didn't have one way. I didn't have that one thing that I was doing. And by focusing on this, like, last three years on solely on art, um, I've I've exploded and you know, as far as with my skill set like I do digital paintings if I was to show you a digital painting I did three years ago and I was to redo it today, it would look completely different. I mean it's so much better. It's <laughs> not <laughs> like I was painting every day. So the skill mm-hmm. change, um, but my mentality also changed. You know, my um uh, my confidence um, also changed because in these past three years, I've sold more art than I've sold in the past uh, six or eight previous years. You know, once yeah. in a while, I'd have a person contact me for, you know, something that they really like what I do or they want to support me. Um, but now I'm actually going after it. I'm making an effort. I'm actually selling my my art or you know, I do T-shirts or my shirts, or I'm actually landing projects more frequently than I would have before. So, <laughs> before I was doing photography, like I said, I was shooting with local models, or I would do like a wedding hair or I'd, you know, I'd um, I'd be working on music project, recording music, and so it's mm-hmm. it's divided me, and it's it's a, a lack of focus when I was thinking that oh, I can do all these things, you know. um, But I think that the growth I've I've noticed is in the skills as far as, for example, the digital painting, and also my mentality has changed. It's improved in in a whole pretty, pretty much.
0: And I actually talk about that a lot um, in a lot of my topics. Um, there's a few shows where I've talked about growth um, because everybody has a certain path, you know, that they're supposed to take. Yeah. So growth, you know, it, it means a lot, especially whenever you have a trait that you want to, you know, take next level. You don't want it just to be your hobby anymore. You want it to be that main thing that you, that you I kind of identify with. So uh-huh. I definitely relate and fill you on that. And then, so, you know, since we're talking about identifying, um, what are some some artists that you closely identify with in your artwork or just in what you do? Um, I would say (laughs) this is always
1: (laughs) uh, tough for me. And Mm -hmm. the reason why I say this is tough for me is because I don't really follow, like, um, modern or contemporary artists today. Um, But I... You know, I've I've been inspired by uh, Jean Michel um, I've been inspired by uh, Jackson Pollock, um, Pablo Castle as I referenced to earlier, and Katsushika Hokusai, was who is, who is uh, like a Japanese famed Japanese painter. Um, I've, I'm, my art has been inspired by these iconic masters. Um, yeah. But, you know, so, so and then. How it's been inspired is by certain patterns that I draw. I do a lot of drawings. I, I I do a lot of ink drawings. So the ink drawings that I do, the line movement, um, and I have a- abstract pieces where I kind of not mimic Pablo Picasso's work, but I, I create my version of it through, through lines, cubism. So I've been inspired by all these artists, and I think it's it's taking a little piece by piece from them, not only from – the visual art aspect of it like how their art looked but also Mm -hmm. their story you know I I know about the artist's history you know um, Jean-Michel Basquiat used to pass out flyers or sell flyers or or like postcards of his artwork for like two to four dollars on the street and I think last year or the year before his artwork sold for over a hundred million dollars it was like you know First black ever hit that kind of <laughs> amount yeah. for, for for an artwork. So it's um that's where he came from. Although he's he's, he's you know one would say, well, he died. He didn't make all that money, but he, he accomplished a lot while he was alive as well. And unfortunately, I think he passed away when he was at like, twenty six or twenty five. He was really young.
0: He um, was really young, but.
1: Yeah, but even before then, I mean, he met Andy Warhol. You know, he he was a celebrity on already. You know, he was already on his way to becoming something so much bigger. Um, but he had that. He had to start on the street selling his artwork, a little drawing. You know, which if anyone is still have today, is probably worth thousands. You know, um. The, that's just his history. And Pablo Picasso had his own history. Jackson Pollock has his own history. And, uh, you know, kind of like following their path of success is inspiring mm-hmm. me to create and to know that my journey will also lead me to the success that I'm after or that I'm envisioning.
0: And it definitely will. And, you know, and then that would also... You know, build onto that dream. So, what are you gonna say that your your kind of dream project is gonna be? What are What are you looking at going toward? Oh my goodness! Dream project?
2: <laughs> uh, that's another <laughs> tough question. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I I I think as artists, we have um, so many different things we want to do, and we know that we are capable of doing. Um, mm-hmm. but I think it would be to collaborate with like a fashion brand like Jimmy Choo, um, or um, Louis Vuitton, a major fashion brand, because I do a lot of high heel drawing. So maybe to bring one of these shoes to life, um, and personally to open my own art studio. Like right now, I don't have an art studio, so I do everything from home. And you know, I I can envision myself doing large sculptures and you know public to have 30, 20-feet sculptures.
0: <laughs> so, that would be awesome. You should come to Atlanta, Canal. Will you can make that happen here? <laughs> All yeah, up and down yeah, Castleberry Hill over there. They have a whole I, bunch of art I, studios there.
1: I actually worked <laughs> for an artist in Omaha who does monumental mm-hmm. sculptures, and I worked for him for about a year and a half, and I learned a lot. Just working for him and watching the process of how he made the sculptures and how mm-hmm. he ran his business. So I know the business, but I'm not there yet. Um, I think mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, it's 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 not that I I have a way to to go. I have um I have certain goals to meet first. So it's like a scalable mm-hmm. thing. Um, I, I don't know if, if that's clear. So I have to scale my way my way to get there. Um, but you're
0: definitely going to get there. Yeah. yeah. You're definitely going to get there. So would you say that, like, sculpting is that next up-and-coming project that you would like to work on? Or is that something that's going to be later right, on down the line? Not side? right now. Not right now. Okay. That's
1: like long term.
2: <laughs> that's like
1: long term. That's like another 15 years, I would say. Yeah, yeah another 15 <laughs> years. Maybe, maybe 10. But, it's, it's you know, it's not right now. But, like, it's in in terms of, like, the next, I would say, five years or two, three years would be to get the attention of a major brand and to collaborate with them on a project. Um, and that could be, you know, I reference a fashion brand. It could be another brand. It could be a technology brand. I don't know. But um, one of the things that I've definitely learned in the past three years since I've been on this tunnel vision focus on art is that I need to build my name. I need to build the plan. Right. And I'm, I'm doing that, you know. So I know that I'm doing that, and it's only a matter of time, and I just have to be consistent and keep putting in the work.
0: And you'll definitely get there. The one thing that I will say, though, I'm going to brag on your on your high-heel line that you created. <laughs> so I'm just saying, if you got in contact with, like, a fashion designer and they were able to go ahead and take your high-heel line on, like, as a shoe collection, it would be amazing. Like, let I've me just tell you guys, guys like that, that yeah, I mean, that they're, they're beautiful. Like they are awesome, and I mean, let me tell you you know everybody that's listening right now. If you haven't, you know, had a chance to, I know that you know we're just introducing you to Canal. Um, he's going to tell you how you know you can see his work. Actually, view everything later on in the show, but you should definitely go on his Instagram account and actually look at the amazing like high heels. He's you've even done like some purses and stuff too, right, Canal? Like where you've yeah, done like hands.
1: Yeah, I've done handbags. <laughs> okay. and, you know, they're it's, awesome. It's all—it's all, it's all um, inspired by this idea that um, beauty and luxury is—is so—is so, is so um, kind of focused only for like the wealthy, like the people that mm-hmm. really have a lot of the funds. But and, you know, I create these concepts and these drawings, and it's kind of like I—I'm not envisioning them only for. The the audience that have that's making six figures a year, they could possibly some of them be reproduced for the common or everyday people or a woman that, that wants to to you know look luxurious and you know feel like a queen, feel like a goddess, and you have these heels on and or you have these handbags on and just bringing these to life would definitely make a woman feel like. <laughs> Yeah. They definitely will. Um, they definitely,
2: um, no definitely will. No doubt that. You know,
1: it's it's amazing. But yeah, I sometimes I sit back and I look at the artwork. I'm like, yeah, this would be really nice.
0: <laughs> it, it's super dope. It really, really is. I'm telling you, I would even profile it myself. I mean, I probably have to take them off in the middle of the night because I can't really wear six inches that long. But <laughs> I would, I would make yeah. it work. You know, while I could. <laughs> But, Kanal, um, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a short break here um, And then, you guys, whenever we come back from the show Kanal, like I said, is very multi-talented So not only is he an artist, but he can also spit some poetry So <laughs> we're going to go ahead and take a short break I'm going to drop this tune um, to you guys is Sabrina Colladio featuring Black Titled Belong to You And you're hearing this on The Naturalista Experience We'll be right back after the break Take
2: care of me
0: Welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. As you all know, we do have a special guest joining us today, Mr. Kanal Lewis. We just learned a little bit about Kanal and what he does, and also how he's just so awesome and multi-talented, poet, artist, all of the above. So we're bringing Kanal back on the show, and he's going to actually perform a piece for us, a poetic piece. are you still there, love? I am. I am. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So, what piece are you going to be reading for us today? Um,
1: this is actually I had to do some digging, <laughs> <laughs> and I found this piece. I've, I've written so many poems in the past, and I, I've stopped actually. Um, I don't think I've written anything in, the, in, in at least a year, um, and it's the poem is actually called "Love and Five Senses," um, uh-huh. and
0: yeah, it's the it, it's,
1: it's, I am going to recite for you guys or read for you guys.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Can't wait to hear it. Go ahead, love. Do your thing.
1: In five senses, a strong desire of affection like the contact co- couples make with immense seduction or a kiss that shocks the nerves when a person's lips say hi to yours. Hello. Some couples are blind to it and can't truly understand it. They lack this core thing and key, therefore their bond is left all bended, trapped to the appearance of each other, in lost and lost in lust, confusing this with the true meaning of trust, trust. Enticing words, when echoed, leave many hearts left in pain, for they thought they found it, but truly it was only vain. Unordained by God, so one's love, which now was, turns to hate, for they fell but what was said instead of what was displayed Form of flavor Is surely more arousing than the candy now or later Imagine the heavenly fruit that lingers in the spirit It's a good fruit that keeps us together when we fear it An aroma, when left behind Can leave one in quite a daze, Either hypnotized or left alone crying many days Attached to one's mind is a potion that men pre-create, believing in God first, for he showed this when the price was paid. Touch, sight, hear, taste, smell, the five senses we all indwell in
0: five senses. Hey, go ahead then, Kanael. That was awesome. I loved it, loved it, loved it, love it. That was amazing. So tell us, what was it one more time? What was the title? Love and Five Senses. Love and Five Senses. That was amazing. That was awesome, Kanal. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And so for you listeners out there, you know, Kanal just, you know, spit you guys, you know, some knowledge there on love and the five senses. But um, <laughs> as you all know, <laughs> as you all know on the Naturalist Experience, we also have a story time. So, um, you know, I'm going to talk about how me and Canal actually got to know one another. Um, if you all, uh, as you all may know, if you've actually purchased um, either of the books, Canal is actually the artist for both of my book covers. So he's the artist of. Lust, redeem Love and Pain, Life reclaim, which is my debut book. He is also the artist of Real Love, Real Life. So he, he created both of those covers for me. Um, I thought it would be fun to, you know, kind of do a story to let you know, you guys know how we kind of collaborated and came together with an idea. Um, so we're just going to do like a quick two to three minute story so you guys can kind of, you know, see what we did. So um, I came across Canal on Instagram. Um, And this is when I was actually just kind of starting out with Katie Naturalista, kind of getting my foot out there, getting my brand out there and everything. And this was before, um, you know, I I finished writing the book and I was like, man, I need a cover. And I'm like, and I'm no artist. (laughs) The only thing I can probably do is, like, draw the little – the card that we learned how to draw in kindergarten. That's it. That's all I could do. <laughs> probably a little smiley face here and there. That's it. So um came across Canal's page, and I was amazed. It was wonderful. He had ton of, tons of digital art on there. Um, I think it was one that captured my eye. It was one that you did, I think, by – it was with Rihanna, if I'm not mistaken. And then um, I think the other one was – it wasn't Selena. It might have been Selena Gomez, I think. If it wasn't another artist, Yeah, I, I did do a piece. Yeah, I it did was, a piece of Celina okay. as well. That's who it was. Selena Gomez. And it was amazing, you guys. I was like, this is so cool. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to him on a whim. Mind you guys, never met Canal before a day in my life. Just reached out to him on social media.
1: <sighs> and I
0: was like, hey, so I'm actually writing a poetic book. Um, I'd actually like you to do a cover for me. So Canal asked, you know, if I could send him a few samples of what I wanted so, Canal, when I sent you the pictures, what did you think, man, when I sent you the ones for the first book um i i you had you had an idea you had a vision of what you
1: wanted to do um mm-hmm. and i I think at the time uh, i uh before that, I did like a few sensual like type of artwork <laughs> so mm-hmm. i it, it wasn't it wasn't too different than what I was kind of like the had done before. So I was like, well, we could definitely make this happen. Um, and I think from there, we kind of, I, I sent you a few sketches, rough sketches, and then we kind of, well, I worked from there um, yeah, to bring the, the first cover to life.
0: Definitely. And then from there, it was a matter of just getting the color schematics together. And my yeah. whole thing was, but I want to do something sensual. Let's do like, you know, the, the secondary color type feel, you know, do something a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that's how I feel like we were able to actually get the blues, the purples and everything together. And you guys, when I tell you when I saw that cover, it just seemed like it just it really made it spoke. Like before, you can even open up the book. The cover spoke to you first, and it was like all I could do was just thank Canal to the utmost high. And and even the same thing with with the second cover. Um, you know, I, I already had an idea in mind of what I ha- what I wanted to go with. This time, I didn't have images, but I was able to kind of describe to Canal what I wanted. And, and you pulled it together like it was nothing, Canal. I was like, this is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean with yeah. the two ladies and with the earth and the heart it was it was really really awesome.
1: And it, you know both covers are different. Um I
0: think the mm-hmm. second
1: the second uh cover the second book is is a lot more different. But uh, they, there's um there's a similar tone, similar art direction and we talked about that before we worked on the second book that you wanted Definitely. to k- kind of keep um the the tone and the the overall feel of the the second book to kind of match the first one as well. Um, And I think we did that with like the colors Mm -hmm. and the variations um, along with the kind of like uh, abstract backdrop or backgrounds behind the figures as well. So, yeah, you know, it was a fun collaborative experience. You know, I, I always enjoy working with, um, Clients or other people to bring their visions to life. The challenging part
0: is I can't read your mind. <laughs> right, that is so true. But, you need somebody but, to tell um, you what they want.
1: Right, right. But you know the the, the unfortunate thing is, and
0: you know sometimes uh, people can't really
1: describe it, so I have to kind of like pull it out. That wasn't the mm-hmm. case with you. <laughs> Thank you. But, I try. You know, it, it, <laughs> Uh, it, it, it can be very difficult because you know we're doing a concept that is is unique. We're doing a concept that is in your head, not something that we see that we just want to replicate. Um, if that was the case, then you know that's not that as creative and not much as much of a challenge. But taking an idea that you have, a concept like two women back to back wrapped in like a, 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 a fabric or a scarf or uh, something like that is it, very unique and mm-hmm. it, it kind of um challenges you mentally how, am I, how are you, how are we going to actually make this happen visually you know um but yeah that was that was fun
0: <laughs> it was it really was and i and all i can say is thank you cuz you really really brought it to life that i always get compliments about the cover what everybody sees they're like man that's dope i got to get it and i'm like yep you do <laughs> but that, that's good. they're
1: judging the book by the cover
0: <laughs> I'm telling you seriously they really really are and Canal, right. so I'd like to give you of course some time to go ahead and shout out your social media so people can know where to find and follow you so go ahead run that bias and then we're actually going to close out the show after this so go ahead and let us know where we can find you Canal.
1: alright the easiest way to find me online is Kinal Lewis which is my website and um, the website has all the other social networks, Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook. Um, Instagram is also Kenal Lewis. Um, that's K-E-N-A-L-L-O-U-I-S, um, Kenal Lewis. Um, the Lewis is spelled in the French way, not the
0: traditional English way.
1: <laughs> but other than that, yeah, um, everything is there.
0: Awesome, Kanal. Thank you so much for coming on the show, love. I hope you have a wonderful night, and you know I will catch up with you soon, okay?
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me, Katie. Thank you.
0: Yes, no problem, love, and you take care, okay? You also. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, love. So, again, today's show was No One Knows a Poet, segment four. We had that with Mr. Kanal Lewis the multi-talented artist poet and all of the above so think about it if you guys want to be a part of the series no one knows a poet is going to be an official podcast series that is going to air once a month on the naturalist experience podcast to find out more go to my patreon account you guys will actually be able to have the ability to come on air be interviewed and showcase your work um, also, go to, um, again, the direct link is going to be patreon.com forward slash katie underscore naturalista. Just sign up to find out more details and hopefully I can have you on. You want to know why? Because it's a great opportunity for emerging authors, poets and artists. So again, love, let's keep the creative juices flowing. As always, thank you for tuning in to the Naturalista Experience. And don't forget to tune in for the Cinco de Mayo special because you know what? That's your girl's birthday. So make sure you guys tune in Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. And make sure that you go to my website, naturalistapublishing.com, and also... Follow the Naturalist Experience podcast on Block Talk Radio. Good night, loves, and thank you again for tuning in. Katie Naturalista out.